Mentality Podcast, where we will discuss Packer news, roster decisions, and games. My name is Patrick Corrigan, and I am your host. I am also a Packer shareholder. You can find and follow me on Twitter at Packer Mentality. My podcasts are available on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. If you are watching me on YouTube, please help me out and hit the like and subscribe button below. It costs you nothing other than half a second of your time. Uh, I promise. So if you don't have the time to keep up with all the news, reports, or social media, or you just can't make any sense of them, please let me help you make some sense of the nonsense. I am here for you. Uh, Thank you for joining me. Speaking of social media and reports regarding the Packers, I saw a post pop up this week, again this week, that was popular during the offseason, and that was that the Packers need to sign Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, While I am not completely against this idea, I think he's a very good wide receiver, gained a lot of respect for him last season, Uh, it's not the right time to make this move. Uh, reports continue to trickle up that he's not going to be ready to play until late in the season. And unless Odell himself is going to come out and say that he's going to be ready before then, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I wouldn't, you know, adjust my time frame at all. And you're going to have some time to uh, figure things out before then. Uh, and there may be some other teams that are willing to offer him a contract now, but I think. Most of those teams are terrible, and he won't be interested in playing for them. Uh, I think they're desperate, hoping to uh, grab him before you know a contender does. And I just don't think he's going to jump on that. Uh, I expect him to be interested in the Packers, Bills, Rams, or there might be another team that emerges as a Super Bowl contender to you know con- compose the group that he's going to choose from. Uh, but I do expect all the teams he's interested in to be in the running to win the Super Bowl. Uh, the Packers should only make that move once they get an idea of how their current receivers are developing. And it's only week two, people. Uh, there's going to be a lot of time, uh, probably at least another six weeks, before they have to make that decision. Uh, let's get these guys up to speed. Let's let them uh, develop with Aaron Rodgers and not have to worry, you know, about someone else coming in and taking away their playing time. And he's only going to be a rental for the remainder of the season in the playoffs. Uh, so the Packers also are going to have to consider how much he's going to be able to contribute uh, during that short window coming back from an injury. He's going to be learning a new system. He's got to get up to speed in, you know, getting with Aaron Rodgers, getting comfortable with uh, that relationship. Uh, He does come from a similar system last year, uh, Rams, Sean McVay, a similar system to the Packers, so a lot of concepts are the same, but the terminology is different, and Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, and he has expectations, uh, which I'm sure Odell can work with and uh, get on that page, but it does take take some time. Another story that came up this week was Aaron Rodgers not having a whole lot to say about Amari Rodgers and his role on the offense after he didn't get any offensive snaps during the Vikings game. Now, 
Aaron basically just said that Amari's returning kicks, and that's the truth. Uh, but, of course, some people made that out that Aaron was throwing shade at Amari, or, you know, but, you know, it's just the truth. That's uh, Amari's returning kicks. Uh, I'm sure Amari is involved in the, during the, in, on the offense during the week, uh, but he's a slot or a gadget receiver, and just about every receiver that got playing time last week uh, also can play in the slot and got some snaps in the slot. And there's just not enough snaps to go around while they're getting uh, Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson up to speed. So this week, it's Bears-Packers at Lambeau on Sunday Night Football. Everybody's going to be watching national te- nationally televised game. Uh, this is a big game for the Packers for several reasons. First and foremost, it's the Bears. Obvious. Uh, second, it's a rivalry game in prime time. Uh, but I think most importantly is that we don't want to start, well, obviously any season, but especially this season, we don't want to start 0-2 because next week we go to Tampa Bay. Uh, and that is going to be a very difficult place to play. It's going to be difficult to get out of there with a victory. And I'm not uh, honestly, when I looked at the season, the schedule before everything started, this was one of the losses I predicted for the Packers. Uh, now the Bears are coming in with a new coaching staff and general manager after the previous regime pretty much squandered and gave away draft picks for guys that did not pan out. Uh, during the offseason, the new group came in, made the decision that they're going to rebuild. Uh, they traded Khalil Mack for draft picks, and they released some familiar names. Uh, guys that, you know, the Packers fans uh, will remember from previous years. Guys that made plays, both offensively and defensively. Uh, they released Eddie Goldman, Danny Trevathan, and Tariq Cohen. They let Allen. Uh, wide receiver Allen Robinson just leave in free agency. So there's going to be a lot of new faces wearing Bears uniforms on Sunday night. And actually some familiar faces that are going to be wearing Bears uniforms on Sunday night that were in Green Bay last year. So what are the key matchups for the Packers against this Bears team? Uh, offense, uh, offensive line. This this group has to be much better this week. Uh, and the Bears' defensive line is not nearly as good as the Vikings. So just on that fact alone, should be an improvement. Uh, but one concern is there could be a lot of moving parts on this offensive line due to injuries. Uh, the injury report this week uh, on Friday, uh, David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, still on there as questionable, uh, joined by John Runyon Jr., who suffered a concussion against the Vikings. Uh, he is also questionable, but I believe he play, did practice some on Friday. Uh, if he is not able to go, I expect Zach Tom to be at left guard. Uh, question, you know, if it's... A lot of the question will be, will they change out right guard or right tackle? Uh, neither one of them were good. Uh, but there's not a whole lot of experience behind them. Now, I don't expect David Bakhtiari to play, 
but I do think there is a slight chance that Elton Jenkins could play. He did uh, practice fully on Friday, but he did that last week too. Uh, if Jenkins plays and John Runyon plays, I expect either Royce Newman to move into uh, to the right guard or Zach Tom to be at right guard. I don't expect to see Jake Hansen out there if those if these other guys are healthy. One of the beneficiaries of that, actually a couple of the beneficiaries of better offensive line play and hopefully getting these guys back, will be our running game and our running backs. Uh, the running game needs to be a big part of the game plan. Uh, both Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, big-time playmakers. They are two of the best best players on this team, best players on the offense. They should touch the ball at least 15 times each. Each. No excuses. When the pack the Packers saw a stat the other day that when AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones touched the ball at least twenty five times, Packers win. That shouldn't be a problem to get that to happen uh, with uh, everything else going on in this offense and how good they they looked. Uh, one of the few few uh, bright spots on the offense last week uh, were these two guys, and they did not get the ball enough. Uh, passing game. They need to get in sync. Last week was embarrassing. I don't know if Alan, Alan Lazard is going to play. He's still listed as questionable on the injury report. Uh, but regardless of whether he's in there or not, these guys need to get their crap together. Uh, plenty of blame to go around last week. Guys running round routes, running into each other. And even then, uh, Aaron Rodgers got to get the ball out of his hands. He cannot continue to hold on to the ball. He had his safety net last year uh, and previous years that he could hold on to the ball and just, you know, find uh, Devontae Adams. He can't do that this year. You have to get the ball out. Uh, now, he did miss guys that were open. Uh, no denying that. Part of the blame, part of the problem last week was him. Whether you know guys were running wrong routes or if they dropped the pass, he cannot afford, and this offense cannot afford to have him lose faith or just start ignoring guys. Uh, you can't do that. It's it's you're doomed to fail if you're doing that. So, but I expect this would be much better this week. They've had another week of practice. Hopefully, they got all their mistakes out last week, uh, all the miscommunication. I expect the passing game to be much better. I expect Aaron to look like Aaron. So let's talk about the Bears offense just a little bit. And I'm going to do something I didn't think I would ever do. Uh, I'm going to say something nice about the Bears, or actually about a Bear, uh, or at least come to his defense. I think that the Bears have done a disservice and failed Justin Fields uh, by not helping him enough with upgraded weapons uh, and a few other things. Uh, it's great for the Packers, but I, f I feel a little sorry for him. Uh, now, they do have Darnell Moody at wide receiver. Uh, he's going to be a starter. You know, If he went to another team, he'd be a starter there. Not, I'm not knocking Darnell Moody. Uh, but they brought in guys you know, to be starters uh, who weren't even starters on their previous teams. Uh, Equiminius St. Brown comes over from the Packers. He's going to be their number two wide receiver. He 
wasn't going to make the team this year. Uh, they released him. He did not develop with the Packers. Uh, but he's going to be starting for the Bears this week. Honestly, uh, the Bears don't have the best track record in developing quarterbacks, and the fact that they've done, done much to help Justin Fields, it's a shame. Uh, he's got talent, and as much as I dislike the Bears, it'd be a shame uh, that another young quarterback is ruined uh, because the organization stinks. Uh, on top of that, the Bears offensive line, it's really young. Uh, they have one offensive tackle. He's a rookie fifth-round pick, and the other is a second-year fifth-round pick. And you might see another familiar face out there on the offensive line, Lucas Patrick, uh, who stepped in last year after injuries, uh, did a great job uh, playing center, uh, You know, played some guard for the Packers, loved him when he was here, did a fantastic job. Uh, probably see him at guard or center for the Bears. Now, all that being said... I expect the pass rush to get after Justin Fields. Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith, Kenny Clark, Jaron Reed. Uh, I expect uh, Devontae White to get more playing time. Uh, all these guys need to uh, get after the quarterback, and they should be able to do so. And get, considering how much zone the Packers play and the speed of their linebackers, speed of their defense, uh, it's a good thing uh, if you know, if they're putting pressure on and Justin Fields escapes. Good thing they have that speed. They should be able to contain him if uh, Justin Fields tries to run. So the Bears wide receivers do have some speed, but outside of Moody, it's not a very good or memorable group. I don't see anyone that worries me with our defensive backs. Uh, I do expect... Adrian Amos and Darnell Savage to play much better. I expect Eric Stokes to have a better game and expect all these guys to step up and and blanket these wide receivers. Uh, they are nowhere near as good as the group Green Bay fast, faced last week. There's no Justin Jefferson. Now, obviously, there's only two guys, maybe one or two guys that you can put in the same sentence as Justin Jefferson, but the records, rest of the Vikings wide receiver group is better than this group. Now, finally, I think a big advantage for the Packers this week that will make a difference is Lambeau Field. Uh, crowd noise, uh, familiar settings, uh, getting the home crowd to caress the young Bears offensive line and the rest of the new faces on their offense should be a big benefit to the defense. Don't let them communicate, make things difficult. Should do nothing but help the defense. And... You know, by the same token, uh, not having the crowd noise this week uh, should help Aaron Rodgers, young offensive line, new offensive linemen, young wide receivers, uh, should help give, help them get their communication down and get on the same page. So what does that all mean? I do expect this to be a comfortable Packers win. I don't think it will be a blowout, but the Packers, if they play up to their expected level, should take care of the Bears pretty easily. So that's going to do it for our Packers-Bears preview. If you're going to be at the game, I envy you. You're lucky. I'm jealous. Have a great game. Have a great time. Get loud. Go Pack Go. And if you're not at the game, enjoy it with your family and friends. And please, one more time before we go, please remember to hit the like and subscribe button if you're on YouTube. 
And thank you again. Have a great Sunday, and we will talk to you next week.